Welcome to the Healthy and Wealthy and Wise podcast with global sales trainer and professional speaker, Lois Kofi. Each week, it is her goal to share inspiration and education for you to be, do, have the best health and wealth and wisdom for your life. Well, hello, hello, hello. It's Friday. Yay. It's Lois Kofi here with another live episode. So if you're tuning in live, please go ahead and say hello. Uh, hashtag live if you want to tune in and tell us where you're coming in from. And also if you're on the replay, hashtag replay. This is Lois Kofi. Every Friday at this time, I do a live broadcast with an amazing expert on health or wealth or wisdom. And sometimes really all three, because they're all interconnected, which is why I called this show Healthy and Wealthy and Wise. I'm a sales trainer um, turned podcaster this year in light of the pandemic, and I'm super excited to talk to you this week. The theme, in fact, I just released my episode today on my personal working from home tips. I gave you three tips that are all about how to do this juggling thing we call working from home in this in this new normal that we live in. And so that's already released out on iTunes. And today um, I brought in an expert who actually pivoted very, very well, so much so that he wrote a course on how to work from home, working from home mastery, you know, does your working from home feel like, <laughs> you know, you got the kids bouncing on the bed and you're sitting there trying to get work done. I know right now my family, bless my husband, he took the kids out of the house so I could have some peace and quiet to be able to do this podcast, right? But but is that always a possibility? Not necessarily, right? So today we want to talk about that. We want to dig deep and just dive right in. So if you see value in this show today, I do would love for you to share it, whether you're watching it live, whether you're watching on the replay, we want people to be able to hear this message because I do believe the struggle has been real for a lot of people. And so I'm going to go ahead and move out of the way and introduce our guest today. His name is Lucas Root from Northern California, right? I even forget where you live anymore. <laughs> oh, no. I'm, I'm in San Diego. Oh, wait, you're in my backyard. Oh, my gosh. I don't know why I was thinking you were in Northern California. That's so awesome. So so Lucas and I just met. Um, it was a year ago. Yeah, it actually might have been, if not January of this year, it might have been November, December last year when we still do that thing called in-person networking. <laughs> and he was a guest speaker. Um, and we hit it off right away because I remember you were wearing your name tag and it said Lucas speaker. And I was like, oh are you the speaker? And I was immediately excited to hear what you had to share. And that day, you know, you lambasted this, this thought of a hundred people spending $10,000 to be in a weekend seminar, right? Called a, a mastermind. And you talked about masterminding and I know you've had major success. You have quite the resume. I'd love for you to, to share more about that. And little did I know when I met you a year ago, I didn't, I didn't have a podcast, right? And I just knew there was something about you. There was some reason I wanted to stay connected with you. And here you are, um, a guest on my show with a brand new program that you also didn't have a year ago when we met. So I, I love how connections come into our life and you just never know where it's going to lead to. So thank you, Lucas, for being here today and taking time out of your schedule to, to share with, with us your wisdom. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me, Lois. 
So tell us more. I mean, I know you have uh, quite the the background. I mean, you have done a lot of startup success. You've had two decades where you've led numerous mergers and acquisitions. I know you, I was following you on Instagram because um, I know you don't do the Facebook that much, which is really intriguing to me because you're, you're massively successful. You traveled around the world constantly. I think every time I saw you on Instagram, you were in an airport or you were, you were traveling somewhere. So when the, the COVID pandemic hit, how did that impact you? Tell, tell us a little bit more about the life of Lucas before and now um, and how you've pivoted. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a fun story and it has been a huge difference. I did, um, I think I did 180 days of travel in 2019, which is an absurdly huge number and, and certainly not fun. You know, I'm not sharing that because, hey, it was fun. That's work. Mm. And this year I have done 18 days of travel. <laughs> One tenth. Um, it's been a massive shift. And, and you're 100% right. I didn't have this course when we met. I didn't think I was going to make this course when we met. It, this is something that has come up like your podcast this year. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, things have changed dramatically. Now, uh, my biggest consulting clients have stuck with me and they've, they've, I'm, they've actually kind of doubled down. They're, they're using my time more. Um, they're working with me heavier and deeper, which has been great. Uh, but um, I basically ceased entirely all of my outreach efforts to get consulting clients. Um, and instead, I started focusing on some other things that I, it hadn't even occurred to me. They were, you know, product possibility, like value add possibility. I was speaking, but I was speaking about other stuff. And that's where the work from home thing came up. You know, one of the corporate consultant clients that I had called me up and said, you know, you work from home all the time. We're all stuck at home now. This is end of March. Can you put together a, a you know, an hour, an hour long training for everybody in our company? And of course we'll pay you your normal speaking rate. Like, can you just put together an hour long training and teach us how to do what you do? Yeah, sure. No problem. And that's what launched this work from home mastery course. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it wasn't even my idea. <laughs> Somebody else's idea. They called me up and said, we'll, we'll pay you some money. Would you teach us how to do this, please? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Amazing. A nice silver lining that came, came out of nowhere, right? That's, that's powerful. Obviously though, they would have, they respected you and you have such a high caliber of, of, you know, background that they knew you could probably do it well. Yep. And, and again, I, you know, I was working from home or working from airports and hotels and, and, uh, and still producing high quality work and consistent, like this particular client's been with me for four years. So they know, um, and you know, I show up at their, at their, not anymore, but I used to show up maybe a week a month. So again, they, they know I can handle myself outside of the office. And so, yes, exactly. They knew that I could put together something of, of value, something of quality. And they just didn't have anyone else to turn to at the time. And, you know, I'm sure they could have called up Deloitte or Ernst & Young, right? Or, or uh, but they called me and I put together this training and they loved it. And I said, wait a minute, there's, uh, there's something to this. <laughs> so I turned around and I, I, I continue to do consulting and I still have the same clients that I had when I started the year. And, and I'm, I continue to not look for more 
clients because right now I'm focused with my extra time. I'm focused on building this work from home and getting it out to the world. And you'll see um, when you're when your listeners go and take a look at my pricing, I'm, I'm pricing this to sell. <laughs> um, you know, I could have made this a five hundred or a thousand dollar course um, and it and it still would have been worth it for the people to buy it. But what, what I really want to do is I want to impact people. I want to help people become awesome. <laughs> I mean, really, I want to help people become awesome. And you don't do that at a thousand dollars a ticket. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. I'm I'm listening because I'm I'm nodding because I've I've done the same thing. Like even my coaches, they they slashed their prices as soon as the pandemic hit. So I was I was watching all of that. Well, tell us more about the course and 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 along the way, of course, what free tips can you share kind of that either whether they're from your course or from your experience, because we have a lot of people that have never in their lives worked from home. A lot of my audience are face-to-face, belly-to-belly, kneecap to kneecap <laughs> networkers. That was me. Granted, I have worked from home for 13 years, so that wasn't entirely new, um, but there's so many other layers that I wasn't prepared for. So can you give us some tips? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, uh, before I dive into the tips, I'd just like to point out, and you, your audience is probably well aware of this, the, the, the really the deep value in a course is by taking an idea that's already out there and going super deep into it such that um, mm-hmm. implementation can be built into the course, right? I have, a, I have a really good friend who says to me, ideas are nothing. Ideas aren't worth anything. Execution is where the money's at. And so the, mm-hmm. the value in the course is the execution. It's, it's the step-by-step process that I take people through and so I have no problem giving away everything. <laughs> I'll tell you all the tips because it's the execution that's really worth something. Um, so the, what I did was I, I, took a, I took a look at what the corporate workday looks like. And I said, there's a reason why this has stuck around for the last hundred years. Because um, if it wasn't working, somebody would have changed it. Somebody would have said, this is stupid. It's not working. Let's do something different. Right. That's how things work. When they're not working, we change them. So there's a reason it's stuck around. And so I took a look at how the corporate workday is structured and how our life day is structured around our corporate workday. Mm-hmm. And I said, there's a framework here. Um, and for all of the people that are suddenly thrust into working from home and don't have any idea how to swim, right? It's a sink or swim environment. They don't have any idea how to swim. Let's start with the shallow end of the pool. Let's start with something that people understand. And that's this framework that they were thrust into years ago, right? Nobody chose the framework of the corporate workday. They were thrust into it, but it works. Mm. So let's start with that framework and turn it into something that we're using intentionally and be mindful about the way that we use it, right? So at the beginning of the day, we do our get up, you know, get ourselves ready stuff. It's a routine. Um, And I'm saying, for starters, go back to doing that. Because let's be honest, most of your listeners probably immediately went to, I'm going to sleep till 855, roll out of bed, grab cold coffee from yesterday, hop on my my computer, uh, my laptop in my bed, still in my pajamas with some cold coffee and say, yep, I'm up, I'm ready, I'm working. 
<laughs> and that's not the right approach that I'm with without slamming that because you know it was probably fun for the first couple of days or even the first couple of weeks um, without slamming that I just want to say that's not going to actually turn you into a productive working from home beast that's not going to be awesome at best you'll squeak by and I know you Lois and I know your listeners are not listening in because they just want to squeak by so they want to live their best life yeah Right. So we'll start with this framework that works. Maybe it's not the best framework, but it works. And let's put it back in place. Get up, um, do your morning stuff, you know, shower, shave, get dressed in work clothes, head out the door and have a commute. Truly dressed in work clothes, have a commute. Um, now, I call it a commute walk because we don't need to drive anywhere. Put in your earphones, listen to whatever podcast you were listening when you used to go to work. And do a 15-minute commute walk. And when you come back at, at 8.55, right, you, you timed it to be back here at 8.55, go directly to your desk because you're now at work. Don't go into the kitchen and fix yourself something. Um, don't, don't, you know, hang out with your kids. Go directly to your desk. You're at work. And then do your work day. Do it like you used to do it in your corporate job. There are a couple of different breaks that happen throughout your workday while you are at your desk in your corporate job, and they were normal. And people have forgotten that those breaks were normal, and so they've stopped doing them. And what has happened is now we're bonking, right, running out of energy, slamming into that brick wall at 3 o'clock, and we don't know why. Well, part of it is because we were getting up at 8.55, drinking cold coffee, and starting to work from bed. Another part of it is we weren't taking the breaks that our body expects us to take. Can I throw something in there? Cause this is yeah. me. This has been my biggest challenge because I have, I have kids home. Right. And I, I love in your course, I looked at it, um, the pain work and the framework. So I want to, I want to touch on that in a, in a moment, but my biggest pain point has been juggling homeschooling, obviously getting things done in a timely manner for my deadlines and my clients and, and all of my commitments I skip lunch. Oh, so I, I, I've oftentimes, I haven't bonked because I, I do a lot of work on myself not to have that crash, but I'll be like, crap, it's two o'clock and I haven't had my lunch yet. So I can totally resonate with what you're saying because I, I don't know why all of a sudden I, I used to be so good at that, but now it's like, maybe it's because I'm not leaving my house or when, when you talk about the pain work, the framework, is that kind of what you're talking about in your course? Yeah, there's a there's a couple. So the framework in that particular module, it's actually the next module where I help you build out your day. Um, okay. And you see it, it's called the engineering your day module. The framework for me is this um, phase one of working from home is distractions. So not only did you get up at 855 and grab some cold coffee and you're still in your nightgown, but because of the fact that you were on Facebook last night before you went to bed, Facebook is still up on your computer. And so when you log into your computer, there's Facebook. <laughs> and what happens? Well, we get into Facebook and three hours goes by and those cat videos were great, but you still lost three hours. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So phase one, I call it distractions. Um, and then phase two, I call the deep groove. And this is the one you're talking about, where we get into this work groove 
Um, and, and this is part of what I'm saying. You got to get back to taking those breaks. We get into this work groove and three o'clock rolls around and you haven't eaten, you haven't taken a, a bathroom break, right? Your, your, your bladder's about to pop. Your back is screaming at you. Um, and you're probably this close to passing out from dehydration and food is a close second to dehydration, right? And mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm being a little bit extreme about this, but, but I've been there. And that exact scenario has happened to me personally, right? That deep groove, we get into that deep groove and forget everything. Now, deep groove is a useful tool. But like every other useful tool, if you use it incorrectly, it's going to have a cost. It's going to have a cost that you didn't want to pay. And in this case, that's three o'clock rolls around, 2.30 rolls around, and you're incapable of continuing work for the rest of the day. Right. You, you're you're it takes hours to recover from dehydration. It takes not hours, but maybe an hour to recover from the fact that you haven't had anything to eat all day. Um, you got to stretch. You got to walk. You got to go to the bathroom. You know, um, at, at that point, you might even need to take a shower like you're done. If you get into that deep groove and, and you don't build a framework that supports your body, your biological functions, your capacity to be a human then three o'clock runs or rolls around and you're done. Throw in the towel. What's worse is you might also only be able to do 50% capacity tomorrow. Oh. Right? There's a, there's a cost for using every tool. And sometimes the cost is worth the price. Sometimes it's not. So that's step two. Step two is deep groove. Um, and then step three is building a framework that stops you from backsliding into distractions or into that, that deep groove, but the unhealthy version of a deep groove. And that framework, that's what happens in the engineering module um, after the pain work, right? So the pain work is getting through and understanding that there is another side. You have to, you have to start building a, a, a foundation of routines and skills so that there is another side. There is a way for you to actually be productive consistently day after day. Well, I think how long do you have a, a guidance on? Because they say it takes 21 days to make it a habit, even though as a personal trainer, I debunked that. It's actually really like six because you got you to gotta unpack maybe some old habits first and then rebuild that what you're calling framework. And kind of like, for me, I, I tell my clients, my sales training clients, you know, grace, mercy, and forgiveness. Yesterday ended last night, clean slate, today's a new day. However, you've got to be really conscious of what's working and what's not working. So do you have within that course or, or a tip for us today on how much time to gauge for how am I going to get into the flow of this framework? Is there like, is it a 30-day process, a 60-day process? What do you think? Oh, it's way easier than that. Most of the people listening probably have had this framework, this day framework in at some point in their lives because they had to, right? They had no choice. If you went to a corporate job, you had this framework. And so it's easy to fall back into a habit that already was serving you, right? What All if you, you, I have a question though. Can I, ask, can I, I don't want to interrupt you. If you want to, I can come back with a question. 
what if, because I'm one of those people I found I was um, terminably unemployable, right? I got fired from my last J-O-B, right? So I, I did the corporate thing for like seven months and then I was like, peace out, right? So I've been an independent salesperson now for over 22 years. It, it, it was your, Would your framework still work for someone like that? Like, do you have, do you speak to that audience as well? Oh yeah, you would love my framework. And I'm glad you you got in and looked around at it. You would absolutely love it. But it'll take you longer than no time at all to get into it, right? Because you'll have to build it. Whereas anyone who had a job for more than, you know, four or five months, like you were probably starting to check out at five months. <laughs> yep. And I get like it. Three. I've been there. <laughs> three. That's awesome. I've been there. I've had jobs. I mean, I've had a lot of jobs. Some were great, some were not. And I was checking out far before I left. And I don't mind admitting it. Like, this is a truism. We're all about authenticity and transparency on the Lois Kofi podcast. So you're you're in safe company. This is a positive and supportive environment. That's cool because I, I realized um, that we all... We all have different backgrounds, but I like the way that what I'm hearing you say is it's really a decision, right? It's a mindset. It's a it's a choice. If you want to be productive and perform at a high level, because I heard you talk about um, performance and, and really what I want everyone to understand is with this podcast, Healthy and Wealthy and Wise, it is about helping you be empowered to live your best life in spite of 2020 pandemic, whatever, whatever things have happened for us this year. Um, can you talk about the distractions? What's the best way to eliminate them other than just following like a framework schedule? It sounds like. Yeah, I, I love the framework. There are a couple other things that you can do um, and they revolve around one mindset and, and we can talk about mindset and I'm sure you do often. And then two, it's this idea that I call greasing the groove, which is a, a really cool idea that um, your, your body and your psyche, your brain really likes to perform in a specific way in specific circumstances. So uh, one of the examples I use in the course is, remember back when you were in high school and you were in sports, you finish, you finish school, you go to the locker room, you get changed, you go out on the field, you do some stretching. Now we know today, and probably our coaches knew then, but I didn't, we know that stretching at the beginning of a workout is not actually good for you. <laughs> but they had to have us doing something because it's greasing the groove. It's getting your body, your psyche, your, your total being into the mode of sports, right? You're moving out of school and into sports. And that greasing the groove, you're, you're wearing specific clothing. And this is why I tell you to put on work clothes during your morning. You're wearing specific sports clothing. You're going to a very specific place. You're, you're using your body in specific ways and it greases the groove. So day after day, your body gets better at moving into sports mode. I love that. That's it. You're speaking my language because I, I was an Ironman triathlete and selling real estate at a very high level. So I, I had to compartmentalize kind of like the school, you know, even though now we've discovered that homeschooling, we can get all of our kids subjects done in two hours <laughs> instead of sending them to school for six or seven. However, that being said, we still had to compartmentalize. Okay, right now you're doing math. Okay, now we're done with that. Now we're doing English. Okay. 
okay, now we're doing that. Now it's it's recess or it's it's lunchtime. So I, I love that about how school helped me get structured so that even as a triathlete, I was like, okay, now I'm, I'm not biking, I'm swimming. And then I'm biking and I'm not swimming. Then I'm running, I'm not doing any of the other ones. So it, it sounds like you're talking about just being present also mm-hmm. um, in in the flow of what it is that you're doing right now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. Being present, being mindful is, uh, is absolutely key for any kind of success in anything you do, not just working from home, like anything that you do. If, yeah. if performance matters for a, a specific activity, and let's be honest, there's activities that we do every day where performance doesn't matter, like brushing our teeth. <laughs> right. You, you Especially that, that is one benefit of working from home. <laughs> but I didn't have to brush my teeth as about it. But but to your point, then it's like, yeah, you're getting out of the habit of of that that structure. And I think as humans, we're really designed to thrive with structure. But but then you have people because I do a lot of um, I'm I'm a certified 12 week trainer. Phenomenal book. It's all about compartmentalizing your time and blocking and being in the flow and all of that kind of stuff. But then what do you say to people who are like, I don't like stru- structure, Lucas. I and, and I'm not even talking about salespeople. Just there are, are people, business owners, who are like, I miss the structure of going to the actual meeting and meeting face to face. And I recognize, that obviously, that's mindset. Um, how do you help them develop that mindset around creating that framework, even and then and still maybe giving them some flow time that that isn't structured and i've always 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 wondered and kind of struggled with that myself this is going to make you laugh (laughs) in my in my early 20s i was crazy scheduled i mean to the minute all day every single day but i actually scheduled unscheduled time it was on my schedule like there's a block of time in my day that has been scheduled to be open, free, unscheduled time. Because your your mind, look, and I build this into the framework in the course, your mind actually needs up cycles and down cycles. It, it's, it's necessary for you to have up cycles and down cycles. There's a, there's a fairly well-known high-performance coach online who talks about, let's get to high, pro- high levels of productivity and stay there. And um, I admire how much sales he's gotten because I think that that's a fallacy. I I think that you can't get to a high level of productivity and just stay there unless you categorize your down cycle as high productivity downtime. That could work. <laughs> that, isn't, that isn't his premise, but but you you have to cycle up and cycle down. Your mind needs it. And so when I had my day fully scheduled to the minute the entire day, I had scheduled unscheduled time. I had scheduled free time. And so awesome. for those people that need some of that sort of flex in their day, build it in, really build it in, put it in there. And is that, I want to ask you a question about the book ending your days. I, I don't think, forgive me, I don't I don't think you said that yet, um, but I know that that's a part of your your course. What What is that all about? Because it, what you just said actually makes me think of of uh, of 
yeah, having having your bookends. You have like your anchors, and then maybe you have your your free time or whatever you want to call it. Yep. So uh, bookending your day is that morning routine, okay. which which ramps you up into uh, your work day, and that's that's actually where I talk about that sports metaphor, where you're moving from one activity to the next, and you ramp into the next activity. So you. In, in the case of your work day, you want to ramp into your work day. And then you have productivity peaks and valleys through your work day. And you work with that. Because again, remember, we had breaks in our corporate work day at 930 or 1030. We'd go for a coffee break. At noon, we take lunch at 230. We take another coffee break. I would perfectly argue. I mean, personally, I would argue that both the mid-morning and mid-afternoon coffee breaks were more beneficial as a break than they were for the coffee. Oh, yeah. I, I love coffee. I, I drink the coffee. I don't regret the coffee, but it was the break that was valuable. Mm. Awesome. And, then, yeah. and when you say that, it's like a mental, emotional, even physical, like it's, I, I do mind, body, spirit check-ins with myself throughout the day. And I, I, I resonate with what you said because you can't be on all the time. No, you, you just can't be. We're not built that way. <laughs> We are not robots. I, I know some people like to think of themselves as robots, but we are not. We're biological beings, and we have to we have to man manage and maintain the the biological aspect of ourselves. And if we do, that's how we get to awesome. And then the other bookend is the end of the workday, and it's it's sort of the reverse of the beginning of the workday. Take a commute walk, right? disconnect from work, take a commute walk, go outside, come home. When you come home, take off your shoes, take off your work clothes, put down your work bag. I actually carry, it's empty. It, I don't have any weight, but I carry a work bag with me when I do my commute walk. It, it helps me to come in the door, take off my bag, put it down. Like it just, those movements create more um, finality to the workday. And, and it helps me ramp down out of the workday and ramp up into my personal time. You made me think of something else that I know I've struggled with is if, especially if, if um, you have kids and, or pets or, you know, all of the things under one roof and you didn't have your own office or home office before. Mm -hmm. um, what if someone has a smaller apartment? What if they, don't have the ability to quote unquote go to the office and they find themselves, oh, well, I'll just go sit at the kitchen table and then they end up working from morning, to noon, night. Mm -hmm. Speak to that because I think that may be a very common thing, especially if someone has a smaller home or a bigger family and juggling all of the things. Yeah. Um, and it's a good one. So um, that's going back to this greasing the groove thing. And I haven't actually made visible that the, the segregated workspace module yet because the course is just released today for you and your audience. So that's still hidden because I haven't put the transcripts on yet. I mean, the, the, the video is recorded, but I, I don't want to release it until you guys can read it as well as watch it. Um, Thank you. So Thank you, by the way. I forgot to say that, guys. He, like, basically, would you say pre-released the course and, and made it happen for you. So thank you. Yeah. Yes, I did. You're you're the first audience. You, you're the first person who gets to who bring it out. Yeah. Um, so going back to greasing the groove, um, pick a spot. It it does not have to be an expansive, comfortable space like this. Pick a spot. Um, you know, a lot of 
sort of an aside, but in parallel, a lot of corporations were already moving towards what they called like trading style desks and trading style workspaces, where it was just like a workbench and a chair and a, a, a computer monitor and a keyboard, and you were sitting elbow to elbow. I'm no joke, elbow to elbow with your coworkers on either side of you. And that was already happening, right? So whether whether we want to be or not, we're already somewhat culturally habituated to the idea that we don't have to have a big, comfortable office in order to be successful at working. So pick a spot, um, and that spot in your apartment becomes work and work only. Do not do anything else with that spot, nothing. And again, it can just be a small little coffee table that you set in a corner somewhere, and that, that's it. You, you work from that coffee table, you do nothing else. That corner is reserved for your work and your work only. And by greasing the groove, your body's gonna get used to the notion that as you're walking towards that little corner with your, your coffee table and your laptop sitting on it, your body's getting into that work mode because it knows that space is for work. And, awesome. and it awesome. works both it. ways. Um, you know, kids love to be rambunctious. They really do. But the more that you can create structure, um, and we see this in we see this in other countries. We don't see this as much in the United States as I would like, but we see this in other countries. The more that you can create a structure where they know what to expect the more effective you will be inside that structure, right? So if you're sitting at your work desk in the little corner of your apartment and your kid who's older than two years old at least is going to see that you're sitting there and when they come over to bother you, you say, I'm in my workspace right now. Is this an emergency? Now, again, <laughs> it's hard. It, like you, it, This is the pain work and the framework. Like It's hard to move through training. It's hard to move through it. It takes work. It takes pain. It takes tears and stress. Like I've trained dogs. Um, I don't actually have any kids of my own, but I did actually go and find people who have kids that are relatively rambunctious while I was building this course so that I could test these ideas with them. Awesome. You, you build a structure, you build a framework, and the kids will start to respect that structure and that framework. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so awesome. Yeah, they're they're watching and you modeling this framework, guys, is going to be, I think, transformational for their here and now and their future. Well, I I hate to say we got to wrap it up, but we do because I want I always like to leave my audience wanting more, Lucas, so that they're going to they're going to they're just going to want to say, you know what, I have to sign up for this course. So I, I know, guys, I'm going to put um, the course in the comments and in the show notes. And of course I'll email it out. Um, thank you again for busting your butt and getting it done. Um, where can they find the course? Obviously I'll, I'll share the link, but what can they, they expect from the course? Any any other tips, any other things that you wanna say is like what your hope is for them to experience by taking your course? Yeah, um, my hope personally is that they build a routine that's great for them. now. I've started with this sort of corporate workday routine as a baseline. And I think it's a good one because most people interact with the corporate workday, even if they aren't, you know, like you, even if you don't actually have to, you interact with it, you work around it. So it's a good start. But phase four, which I didn't quite get to, right? Phase one, distractions. Phase two, D 
deep groove phase three, building that foundation. Phase four is when you start to customize. And what I really want for these, for your listeners is to build that foundation that works and then start to customize. Now, my day starts at 5 a.m. And I have an hour long, five to 6 a.m., an hour long building up my body and my mind routine. I do a little bit of movement. I do a little meditation. I do some reading, some learning. And it, it's that sort of personal customization that's really going to start to take like the, the corporate framework and implementing that and the routines will get you to 80%, which is great. It's better than most people even back in the day in the corporate job. But going from 80% to 100% is going to require being really deep, full, deep, mindful about yourself, about what works for you. And, and working through that and starting to adjust your day so that it works for you. And that's what I'm hoping for your for your audience is that they go through it and they say, this is great. It got me to 80% and it has given me the launch pad to move from 80 to 100. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. Cool. Well, guys, I'll share that with you and, and email it out. Uh, make sure you guys, if you haven't already, um, we have some really amazing guests every month. This month is is no different. We got some really powerful guests next week that I'll talk about in a little bit. But go to healthyandwealthyandwise.com so you can receive this recording and the links. And of course, I'll post it down below. Now, Lucas, I have a question that I ask um, to finish every single show. I ask the same question because I love to learn from other people. And I know we've, we've sort of talked about elements of this throughout your interview. But when you hear the phrase healthy and wealthy and wise, what does that mean for you? That's awesome. Um, I'm working towards it even myself, right? It's a, it's a constant uh, improvement. To me, it means the freedom to pursue the things that I feel are best for me. The freedom to pursue the things that I feel that are best for me. So that could be a workout routine. That could be traveling the world. That could be um, as simple as upgrading my laptop because I'm on Zoom all the time and my laptop needs to be able to keep up. Like the freedom to pursue the things that I feel are best for me. I love that. So simple and so yet so profound. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please listen to this again. Um, there was a lot of things that he shared that again, it's all about execution. I'm, I'm a huge fan of that word. It's all about taking action. And, and on that note, I wanna do a quick um, announcement. I am doing a class. Um, it's going to be a 2021, um, if I can actually put the right one up there, that'd be helpful, Lois. <laughs> doing a class on December 19th, uh, 2021, taking action planning class. Um, it's going to be 12 p.m. Pacific. It is a Saturday afternoon. So the hope is you'll have some downtime, hopefully free from distraction. We're basically going to put our action plan for all of 2021 down on paper first, because that's what Jim Rohn always said. When do you begin your week, your month, your year? We want to get it down on paper. And I really wanted to make sure that you guys were able to sign up for that class and be aware of it today. Um, just go to loiscofi.com forward slash action. Um, it's $21 to help you jumpstart 2021. So um, thank you again for tuning in, guys. And thank you, Lucas, for being so generous and giving us a tremendous amount of value today. And, and um, I know that actually one more thing I forgot to ask you, um, besides your course, how can they reach you? How can they how can they find you? I'm most active on Instagram. My handle is at Luke Root, L-U-C-R-O-O-T. 
So Instagram is the best place to find me, but you know, LinkedIn, my webpage, um, you, you can find me on Facebook. Lois has links to them. <laughs> there. That's awesome. Thank you so much. I, I apologize. I didn't mention that sooner because yeah, he's, he's, um, he's great to follow on Instagram guys. And that's what I love about Lucas is leading by example. He's been so successful, so successful. And he, he hasn't really been a Facebook guy. Right. Um, so he's, he's a great person to follow and to watch and to get connected to. So thanks guys. Until next time, next week, we have two guests and it's actually, um, I think I actually have three guests. I'm, I'm, I'm triple whammy next week. I have Anita Rosenberg. She's going to be talking about the, the metaphysical feng shui report prediction of what 2021 is going to bring. Um, and I'm a huge fan of hers. We also have Edita Satchel of Satchel Wellness Travel. Um, she actually tells you how to travel um, and be well, as you so do right now. A lot of us could probably use some advice on that and uh, looking forward to having um, both of them next week. And now I'm blanking on my third guest, Livia. Livia Genvi of uh, Genvi Consulting. Um, so I've got three guests next week. So tune in, tune out. Until next time, guys, here's to your best health, your best wealth, and your best wisdom. Bye-bye for now. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this, please subscribe, refer a friend, and please drop me a rating or a review. If you do that, I'll reward you with a free 20-minute free coaching session on crafting your journey to your best self. Reach out to me at lois at loiskofi.com to claim your 20-minute slot. Until next time, be healthy, wealthy, and wise. <laughs>